Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Welcome to the Coffee Break German Show. Ich bin Marc. Ich heiße Thomas. Wie geht's dir, Thomas? Sehr gut, danke. Wie geht's dir? Sehr, sehr gut. We are here with a brand new concept, the Coffee Break German Show. And in these weekly episodes, we're going to be helping you take your German to the next level, one coffee break at a time. And if you're seeing this video on YouTube, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or if you're actually listening to it, on one of the many podcast platforms. Also remember to subscribe to this podcast. Also, Thomas, was lernen wir heute? What are we learning today? We are looking at our favorite topic when it comes to learning German, and that is word order in a sentence. <laughs> Ausgezeichnet. And to be precise, we're looking at when we have two verbs in a sentence, where do they go? What do they do? To be precise, you would have used und zwar there in German, wouldn't you? Yeah, sehr gutes Beispiel. <laughs> Einer meiner Lieblingsworte. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. So tell us about word order in German. So I think there's a lot of topics you can you come across when it comes to word order. Today, I really want to focus on having an auxiliary verb and a main verb. Right. And what happens? Can you can you think of examples for auxiliary verbs? Yes. So we might be thinking of something like werden. Ganz genau, when we're forming the future tense. Mm -hmm. uh, another one? Uh, well, we have words like haben and sein when they're auxiliary verbs using for the perfect tense, for example. Perfect. Gutes Beispiel, yeah, for forming perfect tense. And then also all modal verbs. Of course. So yeah. all your können, müssen, sollen. Dürfen. Genau, mögen. All of them. All of them. <laughs> so word order when it comes to two verbs, basically, in the sentence. Genau. Okay. And as I said, one is called the auxiliary verb, but we just told, said. And then the other one is the main verb. Mm -hmm. And we see where do those two go in relation to each other and in a sentence. Okay, so I guess it makes sense to look at some examples. Yes, and uh, I thought we'd just have an easy example. A straightforward sentence is, wir werden morgen mit dem Boot nach Korsika fahren. Oh, I didn't know. How nice. We're off to Korsika. <laughs> so, wir werden morgen ja. mit dem Boot nach Korsika fahren. Langer Satz. So, we've got wir werden, and we said werden is often used to form the future. Ganz genau. So, we will, or we are going to, and then mm -hmm. lots of information, fahren. Genau, and that's sometimes why it's really worth to jump at the end of a sentence to see what, what are we actually going to do, because <laughs> yeah. so far we only know we are going to something Corsica, something with a boat, uh, yeah. but what is it? Yeah, so fahren, go, or travel to. So we're going to travel tomorrow, morgen, mit dem boat, with the boat or by boat, yeah. nach Corsica, uh, to Corsica, and we're going to travel there. Okay, genau. So we are going to travel to Corsica tomorrow by boat. Yeah. Okay. And as we saw here, we had our auxiliary verb at the start after our subject, we. Mm -hmm. And then our second verb went to the end of the whole sentence and it stayed in the infinitive. Yeah. So also if we would change that sentence, if we say like, I am going to, it would be, ich werde, 
but we only need to change the verde. The Faden would stay the same because it's an infinitive. That makes sense. Good. So we have all of that information in between the auxiliary verb werden and fahren, which is coming at the end. Genau. And there's a bit of an order there, isn't there? Morgen mit dem Boot uh, nach Corsica. Genau, so we have the time, then we have um, what we're going the manner. with, the manner, mm -hmm. and then we have the location at the end. Okay, so you may remember in other episodes of Coffee Break German, we've talked about Tecamolo. Uh, no. That's for another episode, though. I don't think we're going to go through this in detail. No, I think otherwise we'll take it too long for you. Let's look at another example then. Okay, maybe one with a modal verb. Mm -hmm. So, du sollst nach dem Essen deine Hände waschen. Right, so here we've got du sollst. So, the modal verb is sollen. Um, so, to, to ought to or something like that. Yeah. So, you should nach dem Essen, after uh, the meal, after eating. Yeah. Deine Hände, your hands, waschen, to wash. So you must wash your hands or you should, you should wash your hands after a meal. Genau, and it's the same order here. We have the modal verb in the second position here, or auxiliary mm -hmm. verb, and then our infinitive at the very end yeah. of the sentence. Okay, let's have one more example. Mein Vater hat gestern Abend für uns gekocht. Right, so here we're seeing an example in the perfect tense. Genau, and you probably also know our End verb, our second verb at the end is a little bit different. It's not in the infinitive this time. It would be the past participle there. Genau. Because we're using haben gekocht uh, from the verb kochen, but gekocht. Genau, so verb. we have cooked. Yeah. So, mein Vater, my father, hat gestern Abend, uh, has yesterday evening für uns, for us, gekocht, cooked. Genau. So, my father cooked for us yesterday. And again, whenever you see those haben or sein, I think it's a very good idea if you want to like translate a sentence, jump to the end. Yep. And then the rest of the sentence often makes a lot more sense because you know the context of the sentence, you know the second verb. Yeah. So jump back, see what they're actually talking about, and then the kind of rest falls into place. Everything falls into place. Sehr gut. Okay, so that is kind of straightforward examples when uh, the when we're basically using two verbs together. But there are some other situations which can have a role to play, aren't there? Okay, now, so they, as you said, they were really standard sentences. It was the subject, then our auxiliary verb, and then the other at the end. Now that changes sometimes a little bit, for example, if you want to, or if you look at how to negate the sentence. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you, if you look at the sentence, sie werden dieses Spiel nicht gewinnen. Right. So this is our next example. Sie werden dieses Spiel nicht gewinnen. Um, they are not going to win this game. Perfect, yeah. But the nicht is just coming before the given in at the end. Genau. So if you have the auxiliary verb, main verb combination, you put your nicht before your main verb at the end. Mm -hmm. Which sometimes I think if you have really long sentences, makes a big uh, difference in understanding, you know, if they're doing something or if you're not doing something. Because you have all that long sentence. <laughs> people start thinking about, oh, what is that? And then at the end you have a nicht, nicht given. given. <laughs> and so just... Always be careful to pick up the nicht or the no nicht to Absolutely. see what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I always think I, I always think about interpreters and when interpreters are interpreting from German into English, for example, and they have to wait right until the very end. And, and obviously in, in a formal situation, in a conference or something like that, the sentences might be quite long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting to find out what the, the, the final, final and that if it's happening or if it's not happening. <laughs> So Thomas, that's with nicht. Um, are there other situations where we have to be careful? Yes, something else. And 
people have probably come across this before is when you have like a freeze at the start. So either like a temporal freeze or an adverb, and then uh, you probably know what comes after that. Yeah. So when we start, like uh, if we're saying yesterday, I cooked, it would be yesterday cooked I. <laughs> genau. So the verb always comes in the second position and it's the same if you have two verbs. So yeah. for example, in the sentence, letztes Jahr sind Sie mit dem Auto in den Urlaub gefahren. Yeah. Okay. So letztes Jahr sind Sie mit dem Auto in den Urlaub gefahren. So last year, uh, they uh, traveled by car on holiday. They went genau. on holiday by car. And as you just mentioned, just make sure the verb, even if it's an auxiliary verb, comes at that second position mm -hmm. and then the subject follows afterwards. That makes sense. Okay. And there's one further thing that you want to pick up on here and that's with subordinate clauses, isn't yes, it? Yes. So I don't want to go too much into the topic of subordinate clauses, but just one thing is the verb, if you just have one verb, mm -hmm. comes at the end of a subordinate clause. Yeah. And I wanted to have a look at what does that look like if we have two verbs in okay. a subordinate clause. So in this sentence... Wenn du morgen arbeiten musst, dann können wir auch übermorgen schwimmen gehen. And right. It's a long sentence, yeah. but if we focus on the first bit, which is our subordinate clause, because mm -hmm. we're starting it with wenn, wenn, if, that was wenn du morgen arbeiten musst. Okay, so wenn du morgen arbeiten musst, if you tomorrow work have to. So if you genau. have to work tomorrow. And we see here that in every subordinate clause, or the, if you just have one verb, it goes to the end, and that's less confusing. But because we have two here, mm -hmm. we just need to remember that our auxiliary verb, our, the ones that we conjugate, mm -hmm. goes to the very end and therefore also behind our infinitive. So we have arbeiten must, mm -hmm. and then the subordinate clause is finished. That makes sense. Okay, so just a little thing on the whole idea of subordinate clauses. Um, that is a kind of technical word, and sometimes it can be quite confusing for, for learners because certainly Absolutely. as an, an English learner, I never really learned what a subordinate clause was. <laughs> no, I've only learned all these words when I started actually preparing lessons and <laughs> teaching children. So basically it's the, the part of the sentence that doesn't really need to be there because the second section, dann können wir auch über morgen schwimmen gehen, then we could also go swimming tomorrow. Um, it would be a full sentence by its itself. Own. Yeah, we could also go swimming tomorrow. Works on its on its own, but this extra bit of information, this this extra element, is our subordinate clause. It's subordinate to the main clause. Exactly, and it couldn't stand by itself, so it always needs the second. Yeah. Bit. Yes. So let's just go through this whole sentence again. Wenn du morgen arbeiten musst, if you have to work tomorrow, dann können wir auch übermorgen schwimmen gehen then we could also go swimming the day after tomorrow. Genau, übermorgen, also übermorgen. a nice word. Yes. And then for that part, it's back to normal. We have done, then we have können, our modal verb, subject, wir, and then our verb gehen at the very end again. Ausgezeichnet. Okay, so let's do a little bit of a recap of, of what we've covered today. So we've been talking about how word order works in German particularly when we've got two verbs involved in a sentence. Sehr genau. And as we, in all examples, we had these auxiliary verbs mm -hmm. and they always, they are the ones that we conjugate, that we change if it's wir oder ich, and they go at the second position in a normal sentence, just as a sentence with one verb. Mm -hmm. And then we saw that the second verb, our infinitive or past participle, always goes to the very end. Mm -hmm. And therefore also said it's 
worth checking the end of a sentence if you come across verbs like werden, haben, sein, or any of the modal verbs to see what is actually happening and get the context of a sentence. Okay, and we also looked briefly at what happens when something else is introduced, like a nicht, or if we're changing the, the order and starting with a, an adverb like letztes uh, Jahr or something like that. Okay, now we saw with a nicht, if we negate something, the nicht goes in front of the final verb, so mm -hmm. like basically the second last position in the sentence. Mm -hmm. And we also saw when we have letztes Jahr or gestern, like you said, and mm -hmm. um, we just need to make sure that we follow the same order then with a normal sentence with one verb, And that is that our verb goes in the second position before the subject. Yeah. And finally, we looked at what happens with subordinate clauses. <laughs> Again, probably a video by itself, but just to make sure if we have a subordinate clause or any sentence where the verb goes to the end, make sure you put actually the auxiliary verb to the very end. That means it's behind your infinitive or your past participle. But I think, Thomas, that's probably enough for today. That's reif für heute. Yeah, das glaube ich auch. We hope that you've enjoyed this lesson. And if you'd like to see the written version of all of this content, then we've actually put together a blog article explaining all of the aspects about word order and all of the written examples in German are included in that. So if you would like to get access to that, then the link is in the description. You can visit that right now. Also, if you like more help with your German and receive regular free email lessons, go to coffeebreaklanguages.com slash German. We send out regular email lessons, as Thomas has said, and we cover vocabulary, grammar, culture, uh, everything. Yes. <laughs> so do check that out um, and you can look out for the next mini lesson in your inbox very soon if you sign up for that. Also, das reicht für heute. As I told, I've already said. Glaube ich auch. Vielen Dank und bis zum nächsten Mal. Happy coffee breaking. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.